Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is up, everybody, and welcome in to another episode of the Up Tempo Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Blake Lang, here tonight with my co-host, Dustin Smith, and we are here to recap the SLU series from this past weekend. Dustin, it was a heartbreaker, man. Uh, Auburn takes game one of the series, and SLU bounces back in the Saturday doubleheader to win the series, man. Oh, a tough one, a heartbreaker. Just one that uh, it hurts, man. It hurts because after that Friday night game, man, you really thought that Auburn had the series. You you felt like they could win one of the next two, uh, especially with Crotchfelt going on Saturday mm-hmm. in the first game, man. Uh, it just looked like everything was headed in into Auburn's favor, man. So, uh, you know, I know you took a trip up to Auburn this weekend to watch the full series, and and uh, you got to catch all three games. And so, man, I just want to uh, off the top, man, uh, just talk about your trip and uh, really what you thought this weekend of the Auburn baseball team. I think we just retired. I think we just played five games in six days, and mm, when you point. consider that we've already got all these guys banged up, it's like okay, we're already using backups. And like I said, five games in six days. We just ran out of arms on Saturday, bro. We really did. Mm-hmm. Like, um, somebody in the bullpen's got to step up. It can't be John Armstrong every single time. Well, shout out to John Armstrong, but dude's money. I mean, he comes in a Friday night, three three point one innings pitch, zero hits, zero runs. Like, yeah. the dude works, man. You know what he's about. Um, mm-hmm. I tried to warn everybody. You kick a team's ass like the way we did South Louisiana in the in the uh, regional. And they came ready to play. Um, so it is what it is. Like, it's not it's not too big of a deal. Um, uh, positives out of the weekend. Zach Crossfield is that dude. Um, like, I was just still that dude, obviously. Chris Stanfield, no like Chris Stanfield is saying, okay, y'all can figure all this out if guys get healthy, but you're not going to leave me out the lineup. Um mm. So there's still some good things to see. And I like the fight, you know, because in game three, you were down to your final out and you almost come back and win. And that's really impressive considering the five games in six days. But all in all, uh, a series that I don't think we should have dropped. We're we're the better team. Um, It would have been interesting to see if we only would have played one midweek game, how this kind of would have went out. But yeah, 
you know, uh, just going to have to bounce back and, and beat a good Georgia Tech team tomorrow night. So it's not it's not one of the things where I'm, I'm freaking out or nothing. Uh, it's not – you didn't get smashed. But there are – at this point in the season, there are things that you look at and say, okay, this is a trend and this is a concern. And then obviously mm-hmm. some good things too that you can look at and say – I mean, uh, on Saturday, Ike went five for nine with three RBIs. Mm-hmm. Like the dude's just not slowing down, bro. So there's – same thing with Bryson Ware, you know. But – Cole Foster has four hits, and then you find out yeah. after the game. You find out after the game he gets hurt, and then you know um, we're we're at this point in the season. And are you with me now on being worried about Gonzo? Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I wasn't I wasn't at first, but watching him uh, not throw this weekend that hurt. Uh, it stung a little bit because, uh, in my opinion, that tells me that he's not available. For this weekend at Arkansas in your in your first SEC matchup, so man, you know that is one thing with dropping this series is we didn't have Gonzo, uh, and so there's still no excuse to drop this series. But, but like Butch said, man, SLU is not a team that you can sleep on. Uh, the state of Louisiana takes baseball very serious. Uh, it is a baseball state. Uh, I mean, they they eat, sleep, and breathe baseball down in Louisiana. Uh, and and we know what kind of uh, we know what kind of programs are down there, man. Uh, you look at Louisiana Lafayette, you look at LSU, uh, look at New Orleans, man. I mean, you could go on and on in that state. Uh, Monroe down there, I mean, they, they La Tech, I mean, they're just loaded down there in that state. Uh, but this team was scrappy, man. They SOU never gave up, man. They were in every at bat. Uh, that they, they hit the baseball, they hit the ball with pop, man. A lot of power. Uh, and and they just play the game the right way. They hustle, uh, and and they're never out of anything, man. So uh, you know, I do want to give a shout out to uh, Southeastern Louisiana, great ball club, great coach club, uh, and and they're just scrappy, man. They're a scrappy bunch of guys. Uh, I, I saw a little trash talk. They uh, I saw where they they blew one by Ike, and and the pitcher come off the mound, and he had a few words to say, and you know, I like that. I'm I'm all for that, you know. So, uh, kudos to them, and they come in two plainsmen, and they got us. Uh, it wasn't a fully healthy Auburn team, and I'm okay with that. I'm not sitting here hitting on the panic button or anything like that. Like I tell you guys all the time, man, it's baseball. Weird things happen. Okay, I'm also a believer in. I think if we would have played Sunday instead of a doubleheader on Saturday, uh, I think we win the series. That's just me. But uh, the the third game, man, the third game, that was when I know Auburn made the comeback, but it just looked like nobody wanted to be there. Do you the, think that if do you think that if the third game is on Sunday, that maybe you can bring in Armstrong instead of having to bring in a Ryan Olson? Yes, absolutely. And 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 I think we would have been better. Uh, we would we would have been at a better situation uh, to win game three instead of it being. Uh, the doubleheader on Saturday. So that, that is my reasons why I'm not panicking. Yes. I'm nervous about Gonzo. I hope he gets back as soon as possible. Uh, some are saying that he'll be back for the Georgia series. I, I'm not totally sure on that. That's just a, a message board rumor. I don't believe a whole lot in message boards and what is said on there at all. That's just me. He's coming um, back every weekend. This is the weekend. <sighs> I know, man. It's tough. It's 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 so tough. Like I don't know what to believe, but look, man. I mean, 
before we start breaking these threes, these uh, three games down, I just kind of I look at the start and rotation going into this weekend at Arkansas. You know, and and we know Crotchfelt had a day, man. I I fully was just all in on him before the season ever started. You know, when we had Lindsey on, we asked him, man. I said, hey, the Crotchfelt kid. All right, there's a lot of high praise coming from him. Is he that guy? And he said, well, Drew Nelson's kind of that guy right now. They're really expecting him uh, to get a lot of ground balls and everything. It hasn't worked out that way. Crotchfelt steps up, makes a statement the other night against SLU. Uh, what he throw five innings? I mean, was just yeah. five absolutely innings, dominant. Five Ks, three hits, zero earn runs. He turned the lead yeah. over to our bullpen, and then our bullpen said, Pfft. "Yeah, just, just look." I'll be honest with you; they shit on him. All right, yeah. they shit on him, and and uh, it's it's tough, man. It's tough, you know. Um, it happens, and uh, it's tough to watch. It was tough to to watch it all fall apart. Uh, but hey, it was tough baseball. being there. <laughs> I bet, I bet, because it was it was even tougher watching it. Uh, but but you know, I felt for Zach on that one, man. Uh, hell of a performance for him. Uh, I remember tweeting out, I said, "Hey, have a day, kid. Uh, put your stamp on that weekend rotation." And so, Dustin, I'm kind of looking at this, man, and what I'm kind of getting at is, uh, we look at this weekend. Your Friday night guy. It all all signs are pointing to to Tanner Bauman, right? Uh, and then Saturday, it, it's kind of looking. Do do we go do we go Crotchfeld on Saturday and Tommy Vale on Sunday? Does Tommy Vale go Friday night? Does Tanner Bauman? Uh, how are we working this thing out in your opinion, man? So I thought that Tanner played well on Friday, but I still haven't or pitched well. I still haven't seen Tanner go super deep. He went four innings, yeah. right? Um, so I would like to, if you're gonna if you're gonna go with Tanner, I would like to see Connor Copeland. Now that depends. He might throw tomorrow versus Georgia Tech. Um, mm-hmm. And I might roll that out, but I would like to see somebody like that. Maybe, maybe kind of plan to be behind Tanner. Like if Tanner doesn't give us five, six innings, you know, we have a guy like Copeland that's going to come in behind and kind of stack them. Um, but I'm fine with Tanner being the Friday. I would personally like to see if you do that. Um, yeah, I would like to see right now. Cause right now I think that Tommy is throwing the best. So I would let, yeah. I would let Tommy be the Saturday guy in the same way that they let, He's just using the same strategy they have for Gonzo, right? Like, let's let's put our best pitcher, our best option in the middle. That way, we you know we ask our best chance to win, and then we can come back on Sunday if we do lose to Friday. So, yeah, I would go with I would go with Tanner on Friday, Tommy on Saturday, and then Zach on Sunday. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I, I was gonna say. Tanner on Friday, uh, and then you got Alsup and uh, Armstrong out of the pen to kind of help Tanner because you know he's not going to go v- too long. I mean, I think five innings is is about all you're going to get out of Tanner Bauman. Um, and then I think you got Armstrong and Chase right there to back him up. And then Saturday is definitely, in my opinion, is Tommy Vale. It's got to be. I mean, the dude's throwing lights out. Uh, and then Sunday, I think you go with Crotchfelt if you can get to a rubber match. Um, true freshman man walking walking into <laughs> walking into Arkansas, man. Does some people say that's the greatest uh, yeah. college baseball atmosphere uh, in the country? Uh, and and uh, what a hell of a program to just go in there and and get your first SEC start. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely I had to ask that because uh, I think that's a big deal this weekend, man. Opening up SEC play, 
But, uh, Dustin, let's get in here, man. Let's look at this first game. I, I thought this was a bright spot for the Auburn Tigers. Uh, Cole Foster with a huge game, man. Auburn opens up the series with a 7-1 to victory. Uh, Chris Stanfield leaving his stamp on this game. Uh, man, what did you think about the Auburn Tigers in game one? I know this one was on the radio, but you were at you were at the game. You were there, man. Let me hear it. Uh, Cole hit a shot, boy. That thing, that thing got out of there. And uh, it was his night. I don't know where he got hurt. Um, I wrecked my brain trying to find out where that happened. I don't know. Because um, he looked great. Uh, Chris Stanfield, just can't say enough about him, dude. He just looks he looks just so fast going down those base paths. It, it makes you wonder, like, kid, can you run, can you run a fly route? Um, Man. Yeah. So, just John Armstrong, just money, bro. Just money. Like, there's it's – um. When he comes out the pen, you just know, like you just got that feeling, like everything's gonna be okay. Um, he was in such command, just that pitch clock wasn't getting under, you know, nine yeah. eight seconds. He's just letting that thing go. He knows what he's doing. So that was the most impressive thing to me about Friday was just uh, your pitching. I mean, you look at it, one run versus a team that you find out the next day has got some pop. Um, they can hit the, you know, and I'll tell you, like. That bowl or that that dugout, excuse me, that dugout for Southeast, they were chirping, bro. Like they were yeah. chirping, they were loud. They this was a big, big series for them, and you could tell that from the jump Friday night. Like they were they were ready to go. They were yeah. in it. Um, so they were, you know, they they came in ready to play, man. They came with some fire. Good crowd, fun night. Probably probably got down into the forties at some point. I had to throw the hoodie on. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, where my arm is right now, I don't know if cold is the best cold bones but uh yeah cold fractured bones but um yeah man fun night they try uh, southeast traveled well and the story of the night to me was just uh tanner even even when tanner got in trouble he maintained it he got mm -hmm. out and then mm -hmm. when john comes in it's just like okay once once cole hit that shot to go up seven to one there was not a doubt in your mind that john was going to finish it out yeah, absolutely. A man. lot of errors, though. A lot of so, and like this is something that started Friday night that then that then led into both games on Saturday. Like Great point. a lot, a lot of stupid plays, and it's it started Friday night from some veteran guys where it's like, what, what are you doing? Like, I know, I know you're better, and that kind of that led into Sunday because then we we just a lot of lot of blunders uh, in the field this weekend. Great point. Um, great, great point. It was super sloppy. Uh, defensively, um, but man, the one thing that stuck out to me in game one was uh, the bullpen. All right, Tanner did great, uh, but the bullpen coming in and throwing five scoreless frames, man. Uh, Parker Carlson, uh, Trevor Horn, and ultimately John Armstrong. Uh, you know, that's what that's what Auburn has to have mm -hmm. out of their bullpen. You in look, we know this team's gonna hit. All right, but we have to sure up this bullpen. All right, we got to have guys step up, and that's what happened Friday night, and it didn't happen the last two games of the series. So my other highlight in game one, and, and I got to ask you this, man, Chris Stanfield, all right, he was really a highlight for me all weekend, Dustin. <laughs> yeah. uh, Look, man, I, I got to be honest. I, I've ran through lineups through my head, man. Chris Stanfield can't come out of the lineup, Dustin. He can't. No. There's no There's no way you can take the kid out of the lineup right now. He's playing some of the best baseball 
that 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 we've seen, man. I mean, his short career uh, in an in an Auburn uniform, man. Uh, he's playing some of the best ball on the team. Uh, confidence in the box. Uh, look, like I said the other night, man. You hit a you hit a he hits a lazy ground ball, all right. And I'm telling you, you pat twice. You're in trouble because he's he's already 94 feet. All right, he's threw the bag on you. He beat right? one out this weekend. Yeah, he yeah, got yeah. Infield, you, infield hit. You're in trouble, man. I'm telling you that that's mm-hmm. how that's how special this kid is. His defense uh, is is phenomenal. I mean, just the ground that he covers in the gaps mm-hmm. and and the little lazy Texas leaguers, you know, and he can just get to everything. Uh, I, I just don't see a way that you can take him out of this lineup. I really don't, Dustin, and. I don't know if you move Justin Kirby. Do you platoon him? Um, do you do you put do you put Stanfield in left? Do you bring Bobby to DH? Like I'm just I keep running over things. Um, does you know Ike and Coop? Do they sit there and rotate at first? Like uh, I'm I'm just sitting here running through lineups, man, because you got to keep Chris Stanfield on the field. And and for everybody who says. Uh, you take Kaysen out of center, that's a mute point. That's dead. Yeah, Stop talking happen. about it. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Kaysen's hitting the baseball right now. So, you know, I really don't want to hear the whole Kaysen Howe slander because he he's top five center fielder in college baseball. So let's, let's you know, calm those, <laughs> calm those talks down. Yeah, no, you can't take Chris out, bro. It's just if, if yeah. you – if a guy gets his shot, let's say that um, whenever Dylan Carwell went down that – that all of a sudden, um, here came Johan, and he just started dropping 15 points and 10 rebounds. You gonna take him out? No, of course not. No. Uh, you put in a receiver, and all of a sudden he starts getting 100 yards a game. In, in any sport, you know, you're gonna yeah. play. You're gonna play the hot hand. So, yeah, everything about the kid. He's got all the tools at all the positions. Like you said, base paths at the plate, out in the field, the ground he covers. Uh, pretty cool to get to see his first home run. So, oh man, yeah, yeah. So he's just uh. Just another one of these like super super talented freshmen to where I don't I don't know how deep how how deep this team goes this year. Um, if it you know never want to count them out. Long way to go. Oh but, yeah. But for sure I don't. But man, the future is you got some guys that you look at and say, boy, you can really really build around some of these guys. And where are they gonna be? Like, where are they going to be in three years? Because this is where they're at now. This is where they're at mm-hmm. now, just starting Great out point. college baseball. Where Great are they, they going to be? Um, and I, you know, guys like Gabe Gross, you know, Bush Thompson, you got those kind of guys that you know are going to develop them. So, mm-hmm. sky's the limit for Ike Irish. The sky's the limit for Chris Stanfield. And, the, and as far as the lineups and how to use them, the way our injury looks going right now, it's not going to matter. Yeah. I mean, every, every, every series we got guys getting banged up. So, as it stands right now, um, I mean, in that third game, it kind of looked like we were trying to just fill some spots, you know? Yeah. Like, it just looked like, okay, you know, we've played a lot of baseball this week and um, we're running out of bodies. So, as far as all that goes right now, I don't think it matters because you just got so many key guys that are hurt. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh, great stuff there. Uh, he's 100% got to stay in the lineup. Uh, hopefully, Cole is back for the Arkansas series, man. Uh, I really liked what I saw out of Gavin Miller this weekend. Honestly, man, I, I think he's a guy that that you can put over there at third. And I liked Bryson uh, moving over to second. Uh, second's been kind of, 
you know, Caden Green and Brody Moss been kind of platooning there. And in my opinion, yeah, you know, they're just, it's been back and forth. And, and I think this, this Gavin Miller, man, you put him over here, he's got a little pop. Uh, He's something at the plate. Uh, and and uh, he could fix a hole in the lineup. Uh, he's got a glove, got an arm over there at 3B, mm-hmm. and you put Bryson over there at 2B, and and we know what he can do with the plate, and, and I really like that. Uh, I think Butch is working with something there. Once Cole gets back, I, I think he'll be back this weekend for the Arkansas series. I hope so. Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, but man, let's look at this game two. All right. And this was the heartbreaker for me. I, we can talk about game three all we want to, right? But game two was the game uh, where you were up three to nothing. Zach Crotchfelt uh, pitched one hell of a performance. Uh, he had a day. Uh, I, I thought that, that he was just overflowing with confidence, Dustin. I, I thought you look at a freshman like this, he, he's pumping the fastball 93, 92, 93, 94. Uh, and and it was uh, it was really good stuff on the breaking ball, and he just had all the command. Uh, you know, there was there was a couple times uh, where uh, he kind of went in deep into some counts, but he always worked himself out of it, man. And and I, I thought he threw an absolute gem. Uh, and then mm-hmm. you know, like we like we said earlier, uh, his his bullpen let him down, and uh, it was tough to watch. It, it was. It was one of them, man, where you knew when you lost game two what was about to happen in game three. That's what I took from it. Yeah, for sure. The way we lost game two and ended game two, I said, nothing nothing good (laughs) is going to come out of this game three, okay? And, boy, (laughs) man, two tough ones you had to watch on Saturday. But, man, uh, just give me your overall thoughts on Zach Crotchfelt, this team, and – I'll be honest with you, man. I, I keep saying it, Chris Stanfield. Uh, well, how you doing? To, <laughs> to your to your point about the game three not being uh, just kind of knowing in the way game two ended. Butch spoke about that after after game three in his press conference. He said, "I just felt like the energy from game two led right into game three, and we we yep. didn't get it turned around until obviously it was way too late." Um, yep. Me and you've talked before about Crossfelt, and this is the thing about. I'm not worried about him going into Arkansas this weekend. And mm-hmm. if, he, if, if his stuff isn't there, then it's not there and he gets touched up, whatever. But it's not going to be a mental thing because yeah. the way the way this kid pitches, the way this kid competes, he just, I don't know, man. He just, you can just tell he's a dog. And then when, when the stuff's going, he had one bad outing to start the year off. And since mm-hmm. then, he's been money. Yep. Um, so... I'm really excited for him, and I hate the fact that he turns it over to the bullpen, you know, scoreless. And then Chase, Chase Allsap, who's been good coming out the pen, who in his last two appearances out the pen has been solid. You know, it's immediate. He's one inning, he gives up four hits and two runs, and and mm. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pile on, guys. I'm just reading the numbers. Um, Chase Isbell not having a good start to the season. Um, and the frustrating thing about that is, is with some of these guys, it's kind of getting to the point to where when we see you take the bump, we don't have a lot of confidence you're going to get it done. And because we're, we're a month into the season now, mm-hmm. and we're starting to see the same thing. Now, you don't need 8, 9, 10, 12 pitchers. Like, but you got to have some. You got to have more. It's got to be more than John Armstrong that comes out the pen 
and consistently gets it done. And I'll give Allsop a pass because he's looked, you know, not every out is going to be great. And he's looked good the last couple of times going out the yeah. pen. But some of these other guys, man, it's it's every time you come out, um, you're giving up runs, you're giving up the lead or whatever the case may be. We just can't trust you. And that's that's not – we're about to play the big boys, okay? I mean, it's not yeah. – this isn't going to get any easier at this point. So there's two, three guys in that pen that have got to decide, okay, this isn't going to be what it's going to be. And and it's not it's not impossible. You look at the guys last year like Mason Barnett, who really came on strong. You look at a guy like um, now I want to say uh, I want to say Hayden Murphy, Hayden Mullins, who um, yeah. you know, rough start last year. I went to the Vanderbilt game last year uh, at A Day where, where he gave like twelve runs up in one inning, but ultimately up until his injury, I think after that day he got it turned around. So it's not. I'm not trying to be like I believe in these guys. I know these guys can yeah. do it. But at this point, you're stringing together enough appearances to where this is kind of becoming a trend. And when you get five innings like you got out of Zach, and then you ultimately lose, and you ultimately <laughs> still give up eight runs. Mm. It just it just kind of speaks for itself. He handed it to you in the sixth inning with a goose egg on the board, and they yep. finished with eight. Yep. Gotta be better, bro. Gotta be better. Yeah, and and Will Cannon gets touched up, man. Uh, I think he gave yeah, up three runs, uh, four hits. And, uh, so that that is the concern right now for the Auburn Tigers is one hundred percent the bullpen, man. I'm not even really worried about the starting rotation anymore. That was one thing everybody was kind of <laughs> yeah. griping on, and, yeah. and no, I, I'm worried about the bullpen now. You know, but that is really and truly the only concern about this team. For look, we're gonna hit the baseball. Uh, there, there's no doubt about that. Auburn will tattoo the baseball. They will put barrel to ball. I'm not worried about the lineup one bit. There's so many different uh, rotations and things you can do with this lineup. I'm not worried about that one bit. Uh, but man, uh, game three. Let's 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 scoot over to game three. Uh, just one man right here that uh, y- you got punched in the mouth, Dustin. All right, you got punched in the mouth. Like I said, man, you could just feel it from the end of game two, what was about to happen in game three. Then you get in the last inning and you decide, hey, now I want to wake up. Now I want to make a run. I want to get down to my last out and make things pretty damn exciting, all right? You had Ryan Dial up at the plate. Man, I tell you what, that 2-0 pitch didn't look like a strike. All right, Dustin, it looked a little high, man. I think they got one there. Uh, and look, my thing with that, man, I, I don't mean to go straight to the ninth inning and everything in that game, but college umpires, man, look, <laughs> I know you don't want to just sit here and, and have a walk fest. Okay. But don't take the bat out of a guy's hands. All right. It's a two Oh count on Ryan Dow. If a ball is up in his letters, all right, it's a ball. Okay. There's yeah. nothing he can do with that pitch, right? And and that ball was high. I, it should have been a three zero count, and uh, and ultimately it moves it to two one, and it's a different count now. Ryan and he swings at something else, and it just it can mess with a hitter, man. It can it can throw a guy off that that you put him in a different count like that. Uh, you you might force his hand uh, to swing at a pitch that he might not want to swing at. Uh, and then Ryan, you know, he pops one up, gets out in front, and uh, pops a lazy fly ball up the center field. 
Auburn loses eight to seven. Uh, man, just tell me the vibes from game three, man. Well, I left a little. Uh, uh, I didn't finish it out. Um, yeah. I, I didn't plan on staying all day Saturday anyway. Uh, yeah. And my arm was on fire. But the uh, my, my thing with it is just like, man. So the good thing to take away from game three is that if you look at game two and then you look at game three, you say, okay. At, at some point, you're only going to keep the Auburn bats down so long. Now, mm-hmm. the last out of the game is a little too late to wait. Yeah. But still, like, at any point, you're not out of it. I mean, this game was over, done, and then – because we were watching it on the way – on my phone on the way back. Yeah. And, you know, you're thinking it's, it's over and done, and then all of a sudden just, bang, Ike Irish hits a doubler, and then it's and, – and a quick note on that. You can't say the kid don't have power because he's he's probably hit a dozen doubles, it seems like, in the gap already. Is one of these going to get out in the park? I know I got to hit home runs, baby. I know yeah, he's just got to elevate, man. Look, th- that is why I made the comparison to Juan Soto, man, because if you really look like when Juan starts the season early in his uh, in his MLB season, because today he hit an absolute freaking nuke. Uh, for the DR uh, in the World Baseball Classic. But in his Major League Baseball season, he normally uh, starts the season with no elevation, no lift on the baseball, man. Uh, Everything's just kind of line drive, gap to gap, you know, line to line, ground balls through the – through the uh, five six hole, uh, hitting that thing backside, uh, and and he doesn't really start the season with a whole lot of pop out of the park, right? I think last year through so many games, man, like he only had nine home runs to start the year, and he got off to like a really slow, a really slow start hitting the ball out the park, and that's why I, I really love that comparison is because I just look at their approach in the box and even their stance, man, their stance is so similar. Uh, their hands, uh, where they keep their hands in their stance is so similar. Uh, I just, it's a mirror image. When Ike goes to the opposite field, it is just a reflection of Juan Soto. Every time I see it, man, uh, he's got pop. It's just, when is he gonna, gonna find the lift on the baseball? Because I can tell you what, when he lifts one, it's it's going, brother. I, I can I can yeah. guarantee it. The kid can absolutely hit. He is Ike is still him. Uh, he is still, uh, in my opinion, I've, I've watched a lot of college baseball this year. He is still one of the best hitters in college baseball as a true freshman, in my opinion. Uh, and that's not knocking Bryson Ware for anything he's done. All right, we know he's been on fire. I'm just saying. I think Ike Irish shouldn't even be playing for Auburn right now. <laughs> yeah. I think he should be in the minor leagues. All right? I, I, that's just me. That's my opinion. Others might have a different opinion, but that's just me. Um, and I think he is that dude. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely waiting for the pop to come, man, like the, the for him to lift one up and out of Plainsman. Hopefully he can do it <laughs> tomorrow night uh, against Georgia Tech, man. Uh, that's, a, that's a big midweek game. Yeah, so my overall takeaway on game three, brother, is just you ran out, you ran out of arms yep. after after playing so many days, and you know, not to, not to pile on, but Ryan Olson throws, he gets one out, gives up three hits, three three yard runs, um, and we just haven't seen a lot of them, you know, just haven't yeah. seen a lot of them this year, and then it's a tough spot to put the kid in right there, mm-hmm. um, and when when I saw when I saw him come out in that in that spot, 
Mm-hmm. I knew, okay, I knew we were out of arms. So, mm-hmm. like, that's just what that is. And when you, overall, though, just think about this. Let's just say Gonzo comes back fine. You insert Gonzo into this rotation. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel really good? Because, like you mentioned, you already feel pretty good about the starting rotation. Yep. You, you put you put your best pitcher back in it, and man, okay. And then now I'm getting five, six innings out of Gonzo every start, and I'm not running out of pitchers on mm-hmm. game three. So there's just not a whole lot of weeks where you're going to play five five baseball games in six days. And, you know, I just overall I just think game three was, one, you got kind of smacked in the mouth in game two, and then it was 40 minutes and bang right back here. And they were still juiced up, still ready to smack you in the mouth because they've been ready to smack you in the mouth since you did it to them in their season. Um, mm-hmm. They they showed up. I mean, I, I could tell Friday, even when we beat them seven to one, just watching the way they were acting, like tomorrow is going to be a problem. Um, yeah. Then then it was it was obviously so. Just yeah. I don't think it's you know it's not a big deal overall. Um, what was it? There was a series last year that we dropped right here before conference play. And ultimately, we still we still went to Omaha. Well, maybe was it? Mm. Did we drop this series to Rhode Island? No, I think we I think we beat them. I think one of the games everybody panicked about was when Yale. we lost to Yale, yeah. and yeah. Uh, they come back and beat us uh, right there. And I think they they scored the go ahead run in the in the top of the eighth or maybe the top mm. of the ninth. And uh, and people were like panicking that we lost five to four to Yale, and they were just, oh my god, you know, like this team, the bullpen's terrible and everything. Like, look, man, hold your horses, uh, don't hit the panic button just yet. Even if you go to Arkansas and you lose two out of three this weekend, Arkansas is one of the best teams in the country. Do not right. come back here and hit the panic button. This is a lot of baseball. A- a lot of baseball, and it's a really good Auburn team, man. They, they're young in a lot of spots, okay? Um, no need to panic just yet. This conference is deep. This conference is going to get a lot of baseball teams into the tournament. Do not panic, all right? Do we host a regional this year? Maybe not, okay? But don't panic, all right? You might be a two seed, might be a three seed. I don't know. But I think this team has potential if they figure the bullpen out. Dustin? I'll leave it with you. Your final thoughts, final words, whatever you got to say, man. The floor is yours. Well, it's going to be a big week in Auburn sports. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously we got this big. I think it's a really big game versus Georgia Tech tomorrow night. Georgia Tech's a solid team. Uh, it's a rivalry that you know we've been playing them since the 1800s. So mm-hmm. you know that that's always important and uh, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough midweek game. Definitely our toughest midweek game so far. And you know, yeah. Jacksonville State was was hard, difficult team too. But so big Tuesday night, and then obviously you know let's see what Bruce and the boys do Thursday. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm fired up for that one, and I don't I don't even I don't even know what to expect, man. I've been uh, just kind of sitting here with my with my hurt arm all day trying to scout Iowa, and it's like there's so many people that are acting like we just don't have a chance, and I'm sitting here thinking, well, you don't lose like 19, you don't go 19 and 13 on accident. So like. Yeah. This idea that they're just going to kick our ass, um, I'm not entirely with that. When I'm not, and I'm not overly high on this basketball team, but just I'm not, Dustin, I'm not a believer in the Big Ten, bro. Yeah. I, if you want to come at me for that, if you want to, uh, you know, say, "Hey, Blake, you're crazy," whatever, I don't care. I'm not a believer in the Big Ten. All right, I I think it's weak. 
I, I just I don't think uh, what would they did they split with Northwestern? What they do against Northwestern? I don't know. I know that they lost a, a really bad Ohio State team in their conference tournament. Okay, all right. We lost to Vanderbilt. All right, so. You know, I've seen people say that I was, was going to blitz us by 20. You know, we'll find out. Uh, have fun coming to Birmingham and playing hmm. Auburn in a home game because the jungle will be there, and uh, they're going to be rowdy. And uh, Kelvin Sampson, you can keep crying too, my buddy, uh, for whatever. You're a one seed, and you're complaining about a nine seed playing in Birmingham, Alabama. Wow. Get out of here, bro. You didn't see that? No. Houston's coach, he said, uh, he said it's crazy that Auburn gets to play two hours away from their campus, and they're a nine seed. And he said, and we're a one seed, and we have to go to Birmingham and play them. But maybe we should have been the nine seed, and we could have got to play in Houston. <laughs> okay, brother. We are 350th or worse in every offensive category. If you're worried about playing us in Birmingham, then you ain't the team. You ain't a one right. seed. Well, we go 10 and 8 in the SEC. Yeah. And, now, and, oh, what's his name? That clown. Because there's a couple of Goodmans that are clowns. But uh, not AL.com's clown, Joe Goodman. The other Jeff Goodman. Who, who I do have to say it is quite funny to watch how the tables have turned on him this past month. Yeah. Uh, to see all the, all of a sudden, you know, uh, bro, he asked, he asked Alabama players if they owned a gun, like, what are you doing? <laughs> what, why are you even asking that bro is a journalist? Like, I don't get that, man. Like, that's not the, I don't know. We're, we're not going to get it, but it's, it, it, you don't need to be asking that. Like he, he's out there, but the other one, um, the other one, you know, he is, there's all these tweets of him throughout the season saying who has Auburn played, who has Auburn played. Yeah. Uh, turns out bro, that we played 13 teams that made the tournament. Yeah. Um, and didn't fare like not a great record versus them, but obviously could have been a lot worse. There's a reason why we got that nine. See, we played a really hard schedule and got our ass kicked. Well, one one time, so yeah. like that's why. So, and then uh, Bruce made a good point today in his press conference. 117 years of Auburn basketball, 12th NCAA tournament appearance. Insane, bro. Hey, did you see Brandy like straight up cooking, bro? Yeah. <laughs> on the tweet, yeah. bro. He said he said congrats to a really good Colgate team, and she posted and she was like, "Didn't you say Auburn didn't beat anybody?" And was like the Colgate <laughs> score. And I mean, bro, she was straight up giving him the business. Uh, yeah, he that, earned it. Yeah, yeah, that was fun to watch. Uh, just whatever, you know. I mean, I just – I kind of feel like the media is against Bruce, and that's kind of why they they get on that train of just kind of down in Auburn basketball and whatever, you know. And I'm so sick of hearing these fans talk about, oh, well, Bruce has only won two SEC tournament games his entire tenure at Auburn. Like, man – Dustin, I'll be honest with you, bro. I don't give a damn about the SEC tournament. All right, the, it's cool. The committee just showed they didn't. The committee yeah, just like, showed they don't care about these tournaments. They've shown it for yeah. three years now. They don't calculate like, it at all. Vanderbilt ain't in. Yeah, it's cool and all, and it's it's you know if you win it, you win it. Like hey, what Alabama did, right. you won the regular season. You put your stamp on the SEC tournament. That's cool. All right, but if I lose an SEC tournament, oh well, like like. That's fine. I, I'm not sweating it. All right. Yeah. It, it is what it is. If we win it, that's awesome. All right. But 
man, come on. I care about the dance, baby. Like, I want to put my <laughs> dancing shoes on. Yeah. I don't give a damn about no conference tournament. I want my dancing shoes on. That's what I want, all right? And uh, so that's my thing, man. Lay off the BP, uh, you know, all that all that BS and everything. Uh, get over yourself. So, uh, Dustin, man, we'll hop out of here for tonight. We'll wrap this one up. Uh, big weekend sports for Auburn, man. Uh, you, Maybe some like commitments. We, Maybe some football yeah. commitments come down the line too. Hey, before we wrap it up, hold on one second, man. Hold on one second. Did you see Brother Hugh talk about the offensive line today? What did he say? I still I got it queued up. I still got to watch it. I've been sleeping he, all day. He said that is one group that's going to bring it every day in practice. He said that's one group that we ain't got to worry nothing about. He said because we got some dogs up there. <laughs> all right. All right. So, hey, that's like a breath of fresh air to hear a coach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first, a coach to even comment something like that uh, besides just completely blame others every single day of the week. Uh, but, but, you know. It is what it is, right? But shout out to Auburn football, spring practice, everything that's going on there. Uh, Brother Hugh playing a round of golf with our former Gus Malzahn, uh, head football coach. Uh, Everything that Coach Hugh's doing, man, uh, salute to you, brother. We really appreciate you. And uh, Dustin, with that, man, we'll wrap it up. And uh, we'll leave you all with a war damn eagle. And we will catch you on the next one. We're out.